BDSM and non-standard relationships. Star exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As, as well, well as, as simply, simply fun, fun kink. kink. You'll find shows on these topics and more at eroticawakeningpodcast.com. This week on Erotic Awakening, Reflections on Power Exchange Summit 3. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Don. Hi, Dean. So today on the podcast, uh, kind of more of a blog, a re- personal reflection of the Power Exchange Summit event that you and I just produced. Um, more of a, instead of telling you how wonderful an event it was, which it was quite wonderful and it went very well, go look on FetLife and look at the commentary yourself. Um, yesterday we went and signed the check and the contract for next year's event to make sure that we can keep bringing this back. And I have to admit, prior to the event happening, within the the weeks leading into it, I was starting to question whether it was worth all the effort and energy and time that it takes to put this together. But during the event, I was absolutely enthralled with how well it was going and the feedback everybody was getting and giving. And it's not that Dawn and I are running a fantastic event. It's that the event now has its own momentum where the attendees and the presenters and the staff and everybody just digs the idea of it. They dig having a place to come together to celebrate Power Exchange. And it's just got its own little legs now. So it's just kind of moving along now. Now I'm more feeling like a father of a recent college graduate versus of a baby where it's off on its own doing its thing now. I get to do a little course correction here and there, and Don gets to do a little course correction here and there. But um, it's really neat to see that it's really come together and on, and just is happening now. And it just runs itself so well, and the staff is just so wonderful, and everybody knows their job and makes things happen. And people like Mr. T and Sham Wow last year said, you know, it'd make this great. How about a smoker's tent? And and to be able to say, yeah, I, I guess so. I don't want a smoker's tent. Or at least I don't care about a smoker's tent, but I bet some people would like it. Why don't you guys join our staff and do it? And they were very happy to do that. Um, so things like that, I you know, it was very... It felt, even for me, the opening speech felt chaotic because we were still, um, it was, it's quite the transition that Dawn and I have been through with her having a job now, where now uh, we both have to deal with more things going on that are not the Power Exchange Summit while we're building up to it. Now, I was told by people that the opening ceremony sounded fine, but for me, it felt chaotic. Um but once that was through, and once we got the opening, uh, matter of fact, through that, and then Friday night got Friday night got going, I really started to feel like things had come together after that. And all weekend long, things just kind of had this flow to them. If you think from a Taoist perspective, it had its flow going all by itself. Um, and I just kept going through the week weekend with this this feeling of um, 
kind of, I, I don't even know what the word is, but it's half contentment and half gratitude with this, this that it was just happening. Um, I, you know, our staff was wonderful. The presenters that we had this year were just so fantastic and so um, connected to the event to be able to, you know, to walk around. And this is exactly what I want from presenters, by the way, for those thinking of presenting in the future. I kept seeing them sitting around chatting with people when they weren't teaching, um, just being part of the event. Um, and, and that was a big thing for me. Everybody felt like they were part of the event. You know, and the logistical things that we that weren't perfect this time. Um, the uh, lunch, the bistro wasn't open at lunchtime, which which we said that's a little odd, and we're going to get that fixed. Um, the air conditioning was a little wonky at times. the um, The run book had a an error in it that people said, "Well, what's what's this? Is it A or B?" And I said, "Look, it's B. Live with it. It's it's okay." Um, all that stuff just kind of flew by, and it all happened, and it was all pretty neat. Um, it's really, there's, in processing it, for me at least, um, it's just this overall feeling of, of gratitude and commitment that there's not any one, you know, I could do a hundred shout-outs to the individuals that made, you know, little things that happened here and there, but everything just kind of was so nice the way it came together. And it, it wasn't an individual effort anywhere around. It was this, it was like this. So here's what, you know, for me again, I'm just going to use language that works for me. Um, I think we've moved from a group of people to community and now we're moving from community to family or tribe. You know, we're in that range now where, um, and, and part of the reflection of that, part of it to me is when we talked to our contact at the hotel yesterday, is that the um, all of our attendees were big tippers. All of our attendees kept their rooms in good shape. You know, the, so the, the staff at the hotel, everybody at the staff says they love our event because our people were very uh, gracious and generous and treated them respectfully, right? And for me, that's a big indicator of how the people are coming together to acknowledge this is something. It's not just another... And again, I love kink events. I'm not trying to put you down, kink events. But this isn't just another kink event. It isn't just another, let's get together and beat each other and go home. This is more of that tribe feeling. Um, and that's been that was the, that's the big reflection for me to come back out of this, is we've gone from just from a great event to a community of people that are there for the same reason because we have a passion that's shared, an ideal that's shared. Um, and I, I almost, honestly, I just can't wait to get started on next year's event. Some of the presenters that came out this year, they're, they don't know it yet, but there are, I absolutely have to come back next year. Um, and then some of the and having people like one of the neat things for me is people bringing their own energy to it. So just one example of that is Girl Stacy, who by the way rode a fucking bus from California, which is fantastic. But she wanted to run a class, and we made some space for people to run their own classes. And she ran a, uh, a class on 
uh, gender issues in power exchange and, and just to see people bring that stuff. And I thought that was fantastic. And I'm looking forward to more of that next year. What's, what's important to you? What can you bring to the table? And what can we make space to let you have your thing? Um, so all that is my reflections and my processing. It's overall, I, you know, there's, it's not like there's no one thing that happened that I'm, I'm um, stuck on. But I just wish this didn't happen. It's more of a, a you know, you just finished a fantastic book. And you're waiting for the next book to come out, you know. And you may not have um, liked every single bit, but you don't dwell on those little bumps. You say, ah, that's a little bump. I'm going to write that down on a piece of paper and see if I can not have that bump next year. So for me, there's this. So maybe confidence is part of my process and confidence that now we are a, a thriving, growing thing that's got its own impetus at this point. Um, to go back to the college student thingamajig I had earlier. So there's my processing. There's my puking in nine minutes. You're puking. Well, and it just makes me, um, listening to you kind of, I had to write some notes down because, um, God, probably the hardest thing, this has been our easiest event so far. Mm -hmm. Absolutely our easiest event. And it was actually kind of scary coming into it because it was feeling so easy. It felt like we were forgetting something. And, um, I know with me going back to work, it was actually very difficult for me to give up as much control over stuff, you know, slave with control issues, go figure. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was really hard for me to give up some stuff at the beginning because I had to hand over stuff to you. We had to split up what I usually do on my own, you know, the, uh, the advertising and the contacting of people and the making sure this is right. And, you know, working with the staff and things like that. Um, I usually took on that administrative stuff because I was home and had the time to do it. And, um, so to step back from some of that, you tried to, uh, take the run book from me is how I felt mm -hmm. because you knew that, um, I wasn't going to have <clears> time. And, uh, I can remember holding on to that for dear life. <laughs> Let me have something. Mm -hmm. So, um, so it was kind of hard leading up to it in those pieces, but otherwise everything was going along smoothly. I mean, the way you and I split things up, sometimes that can be challenging and we've been having to split everything up, the household, the dog, the, you know, the event, everything. And we seem to be doing okay with that without a lot of blips. So that was actually going along very well. And that was concerning to me. Mm -hmm. So when things go smoothly, it's concerning to me because I'm expecting something to blow up and, um, it went well. And then we get to the event and I have forgotten the vinyl signs, Right. We had them for the first time last year. No one's even going to miss them. I'm the one stressing out because I don't have the vinyl signs. Should I run home and go get them? Well, I'm already on the hotel property. They're not that important. They're just kind of decoration. Right. You know? So, and I'm already on the hotel property, not wanting to leave to go home, thinking I should go home. So I stressed out a little bit about that. But, um, but man, if that's all I had to stress out about. I mean, that was nothing. Our, our staff came in and everybody knew their position and, and everybody just did their stuff. 
you know, this is the third event because we also run BTL. So this is the third event we've had at this hotel and people are just comfortable with it now. Right. Is the staff room built? Yep. The staff room's built. Go put your stuff in there. Uh, we gave God to see more space this time. So she didn't have to run around with her, um, entertainment stuff. So, you know, that kind of, you know, gave her her own little space that was hers and, you know, kind of empowered her a little bit more. And I mean, it was just really, really fascinating to me. And it's been really neat seeing people, um, write about how excited they were with it coming up soon. And, um, you know, I gave up some stuff so that I could get that run book together. Mm -hmm. You know, I went home, I gave up a date with someone so that I could be home to do the, the run book. And I gave up open sangha one night so that I could go home and do the run book. And, you know, some lunches where I could have been napping at work, <laughs> you know, from the packing and stuff and working on the run book and, uh, went out at 1030 at night while I was on a date to go pick up the run book so that we would have them early and, you know, and things like that. So, um, some very important stuff, but I needed a piece of that creativity to, to felt like I belonged mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, the creative parts, part of the exciting part. I love putting that stuff together. That's just very satisfying to me. And, um, but we got there and everything was up and ready to go when people showed up, you know, the vendors were, were great and, and just people unloading and loading and, and just listening to how impactful this was to so many people. I mean, for us, I don't know that we see that anymore because we're so busy running things. Right. You know? Yes. The first night I've got my clipboard, you know, don't, don't take my clip. You, no one tried to take my clipboard this time. I think they've actually understood what I'm trying to say. Don't send me off for a nap. This is a weekend. <laughs> I'm in the thick of it. I'll, I'll sleep when I drop. I'm, I'm good. Unless master says otherwise. And, um, so the first night I had the clipboard. The second night I lost it more than I had it. And the Sunday, I don't think it ever left my hotel room. So, you know, cause you just get, get in the groove. And I think, um, I was thinking maybe the reason that you thought the opening ceremony was so chaotic was because you were still throwing stuff into it to be talked about up until the last minute. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe that had something to do with it, but, um, I tell you, people would come up to us and say how smoothly it ran and how fabulous it was, you know, and things like that. And I remember mine and your first response was, it's our staff. The Dom Pamporium, I didn't even walk in there. Right. I know it's being taken care of. And Rick's kitten had two broken ribs. And I asked her before the event, I'm like, oh, are, are, are you saying you're not going to be there? Because in my head, I'm going... I'm so used to her taking care of this. I hope she's got a backup plan because right. I don't know what the backup plan is. I mean, obviously we would put something together and, you know, she didn't have to do it with two broken ribs. She probably should have stayed home, but she's very, <laughs> you know, she's very, um, this is her thing right. as well. So she made sure she had good backup plans and, um, she was there to oversee it and, you know, things like that. And it's just to see everybody so... I don't know what word to use, but to see everybody so empowered with being in their space with their pieces, the boot blackers and, you know, just, just everybody doing their power exchange. 
there was one vendor that had written that was like, you know, our power exchange is so different. She wrote on that our power exchange is so different that now I'm scared and I don't know if we belong and I don't know if we'll be accepted. We've never been there before. And to have everybody just kind of flock to that going, oh my God, whatever your power exchange is, you'll be accepted. Come join the family, Mm -hmm. you know, and then to see it happen. That was, that was really amazing to me. And that whole building of tribe and that whole, I mean, and like, like, like I said, we don't get to see a lot of that impactfulness while it's going on, while people are sitting around socializing and chatting, we've got our checklist, making sure the next thing is ready so that there's no gaps in what we have planned and everything's running on time and people are where they're supposed to be. And, you know, so we don't get to see those impactful conversations and, you know, we, we see the, we see people like huddled in groups, you know, things like that and talking, but we don't actually get to participate in that too much. We did get to participate in a conversation in the ballroom with um, someone that has been in our POTQ training. Mm-hmm. We've used her as a teacher for a long time, and she came to one of our events. So we got to sit with her and chat with her for a little bit. We got to chat with some other people and just sit still and be. But um, the big conversations we tend to miss, and we find out about them later on FET or when people write us. So we still need to, uh, we kind of took the week off. And just stayed with ourselves and our thoughts and our feelings about the event. And um, just about time to jump into FET and start responding to people and send that thank you letter. But uh, I'm going to tell you what, one of the most impactful things, there there was a couple of things that were impactful to me as well. And um, one, wow, there was actually a couple of things. One impactful thing, and I'll end with the big one. One impactful thing was um, there was a piece of artwork that was made for the silent auction. Mm -hmm. And I saw that piece of artwork and I wanted it. And I really wanted it. I mean, it impacted me. It hit my gut. And it was, uh, um, I forget what they're called, but they're the Japanese symbols Mm -hmm. for master and slave. And uh, Katie had painted this painting and I just really wanted it. And my fear was, is that if I put my name on it to bid, because I wanted it to really, I wanted to bid, you know, not just get it. I wanted to bid and get it. And, um, I was afraid if I put my name on there that no one would bid after me. And there's, there's two schools of thought. Some people may really have wanted it and said, oh, just because you're a producer, you're not going to get it from me. Right. And they would bid against me. And then the other would be like, oh, but it's Dawn and she's a producer and she wants it. So no one else would bid. And then that wouldn't have been fun for me. So um, I ended up not bidding on it, even though I really wanted it. And uh, someone got it that, that would really enjoy it. And then the other thing was um, a piece of jewelry from our jewelry vendor. Mm-hmm. You know, I, went, I just had to have it. It was this beautiful, beautiful piece, and I just had to have I did get that one. But um, the third one was um, at the very end, at the end of uh, opening ceremonies. You know, uh, as a slave. Uh, I'm glad you remembered that. <sighs> yeah. As a slave, um, I'm glad I heard what this meant to him before he did this. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise I would have laughed it off Mm -hmm. and tried to make a joke of it. But, um, a master that I, I very much respect ended up standing in front of me and I, I'm pretty sure he asked you first because you guys had the head nods going on and, um, he, uh, knelt at my feet and kissed my feet 
And he said that's how he was shown in the leather community by Mistress Joanne Mm -hmm. of how to give thanks for something that was so impactful and Mm -hmm. how to, and um, kissed my feet, got on his knees and kissed my feet and was very sincere about it. Mm -hmm. And um, so I had to cry on his shoulder and then I had to cry on your shoulder because, I mean, like I said, otherwise I would have laughed it off. As a slave, you know, it just kind of felt like, ah, don't kneel in front of me. Don't kiss. And, but, but I heard how right. impactful it was. So I had to accept that gift. And, uh, yeah, it's little things like that that make me want to do next year. You know, the little blip in the run book, pff, nothing compared to, mm-hmm. to, to how people, um, not sure what the word is how people enjoy the event, how mm. people want the event, how people, I mean, I heard it all during the event. Um, because you always have this fear that because you don't have a play party, that it's not what people want. Right. And then all during the event, I'm hearing, oh my God, this is so different than everything we've done. And, you know, this is exactly what we needed for our relationship. And, you know, someone else said, I didn't even know we were having a blip in our relationship until I went to this class. And we both looked at each other and went, Wow this is life changing. We have something to talk about. Mm -hmm. And they were excited Mm -hmm. that they had something to talk about and just, just amazing. And all we did was create something that we wanted to see out there that we needed for us and that we wanted to share. I do think I have to apologize to Kevin and Katie though, or one of us has to apologize to Kevin and Katie Why is that? because it was their wall with their slideshow on that wall that we bounced against when you, slammed me up against it to put my collar on. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the whole class saw a wavy <laughs> projection right. for a moment. I forgot about that. Yeah, see? I, I remember some of those things. And uh, just good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we have dates for next year? We have dates for next year. May 28, 29, 30. 31st. Something, something like, like that. that. Last the weekend The very last weekend of May. The weekend after Memorial Day weekend. We tried to make sure it wasn't butt up against some other things that we know are big um, in the Chicago area. But um, we had to take the dates that the hotel has for us. And we think the last weekend yeah. of May works really, really well. And we're already looking at our stuff, our prep stuff for next year. We're already looking at doing it this week, so it's ready for next year. Because yep. I'll probably still be working, so we need a head start. Yeah, and then uh, hmm? end of this week. And then the end of this week, we have Trist. No, no, yeah, yeah, we have Trist, but what does Trist mean? Trist means we start on Beyond the Love, yeah, so. which we have been so trying not to do that. Right. It's like, okay, give ourselves a week off from PXS just to ride. Yeah. Just to ride the energy, not respond to anything on FET yet, things so like that. So now we got to wrap it up so we can get Now we got to wrap Beyond it up so we started. can get Beyond the Love started. And, um, you know, we get some of the same stuff from that, too. Our events yeah. are just so different and so relationship-based that they're just, yeah, it, it helps us as well. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff. Did I forget anything? Sure. I'm sure you did. We'll have that at the show notes for next week. Okay. Bye, Don. Bye, Dan. <laughs>